0: What's, what's a mountain, but like, what like do you do? Shred you? the gnar. Yeah, gnar. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> um, Shred <yeah>. the gnar. <laughs> Welcome back everybody to another episode of Bikes and Bourbon. I'm Russ from Pathless Pedaled. And I am Toffer from Pedal Missoula. And like always, we're gonna taste some bourbon. Uh, taste, is the key <laughs> word. Uh, not get drunk, but taste and like taste our- Taste enjoy. Yeah, and uh, enjoy. Savor. And talk bikes. Uh, but first, the bourbon, you you picked up something very special today. Yeah, this has
1: been on my mind for a little while just because um, I heard the story of this <laughs> bourbon and... Being, uh, being English majors, we're suckers <laughs> for stories. The storytelling, the market. I mean, the marketing, I mean, let's be real, Like, let's be transparent, the marketing totally got me, but it's the uh, Jefferson's Ocean and... Jefferson's Ocean. What make the story behind it? So this is the, and there even comes like with a little tag that lets me know this is the 13th voyage. Lucky, that they, n-
0: lucky number. Yeah, yeah.
1: I should hold it upside down for us uh, cyclists. Um, and so they, when they age it, they put the barrels on a boat, wow. and they send the boat. It's like I think they 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 pay to have the barrels on like a boat that's already going around right. the world. It's not like they are having some private the the, the <laughs> bourbon is not getting like a private tour of the yeah. world yeah
0: so instead of like just like aging in like a barn house or yeah. barrel house it gets wherever some- and
1: and I guess some. I mean, I don't. Are those always climate controlled, or are no? They just...
0: I think I think they're like what happened, like that that picture that you've seen of that that uh, one barrel oh, yeah, that fell in Kentucky. Right. I mean, they 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 account for like the summer because like the the wood will swell, suck up the bourbon, and spit it back out. Right. So there's something about that that process. Right. And so
1: this gets kind of is like amplifying the 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 temperatures because obviously the boat is going all the way around the world, and so like. As it travels, it's crisscrossing, so it's like getting different seasons mm-hmm. more frequently. You know, I mean, so it's getting, you know, fluctuations. I think the salt air. I think they also say, mm-hmm. and then just the general like gets mo- agitated. Yeah, <laughs> and, like just the movement of a boat. Uh, it's not. It's not just sitting right. for uh, ten years or seven yeah. years
0: or whatever. It's being. It's you know- seeing. It's seeing places, meeting people. <laughs> <It's> me- <laughs> it goes to how many continents? Like five, five and continents and crosses the equator four times wow. and there's like 30 ports Dang. that they stop at i mean yeah and you
1: get a little story like they give you <laughs> like a narrative Captain's of log. this <laughs> yeah it's like ship's log <laughs> and it gives you like what happened over the time that your voyage really? yeah That's like really the cool. whole thing is like it's like Wow. It had been abnormally cold for late November. Wow! <laughs> they do a lot of stuff to like make the story. I mean, it's not a story; it actually happened to the bourbon. Right. <laughs> hmm. I feel like I'm becoming a whiskey snob <laughs> when I can. I can, or at least I'm becoming the whiskey snob that ca- tries to convince himself right. <laughs> that like the expensive thing is it's better. Better is that just my brain <laughs> tricking me into thinking that like. Jeffersons knows how to make bourbon, and right. <laughs> they can do silly stuff
0: like sending it off, off on a boat. Like, But this, I feel like this but, is legitimately good. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it's kind of like when uh, we were talking about, you know, when I, when I was testing bikes, like testing the breadwinner, you know, it's like, did I like it more because I knew it was, you know, hand-built and it was more expensive? Um, or is it that there's actually nicer like, steel tubing yeah, being used? Yeah, there's like in, innate qualities in the, the thing itself right. And like Right, and the,
1: the, the builder knows geometries and knows how to like make right. everything, the bike, work yeah. together as a
0: whole. When I was testing the Breadwinner, I'd hop on my commuter bike and go back and forth just to, to find the <laughs> control. And I feel like we did that, you know, when we did the tasting, they had some kind of lower-end bourbons, maybe not so good and the nice ones really stood out. Yeah. Like you could, like it was like night and day, and I feel like this is you know clearly, it stands on its own. It's pretty like smooth, and I get, you know, there's the sweetness yeah. to it, but also a nice floral kind of note. It's weird to think like, once again, it is kind of like, it has a
1: savorier side to it. Yeah. And I wanna be like, is that the salt air
0: from- From the ocean. From the ocean, you know? Like I feel like there's a slightly savory note, even though, you know, yeah. I'm trying to like, not- But I mean,
1: that should be there, I mean, right? I mean, I think that that's something that you can have definitely sweet notes and like the mm-hmm. f- dried fruit and things are, it's a common tasting note, but something that it's nice, I mean, I don't know if it's just like a woodsier quality that's kind of coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, but once again, I like, I mean, it's often, it's often like these
0: things playing off each other.
1: Right. So it's not just like, yeah, which makes it a nice bourbon.
0: So today we're gonna talk Bikes. about bike shop.
1: Yeah, I mean, what really I think spurred us to talk about this was the We Love Alter Cycles. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been there recently. Yeah. I met those folks uh, about a year ago. Right, um, They're down the street from us here from uh, Missoula. You go mm-hmm. down to Bozeman. Steve had a nice kind of, uh, one of the co-owners of Alter had a post on Instagram mm-hmm. that then John from the Radivist kind of put on his side and yeah. it was a nice post about bike shops and maybe not what you always think when you think of like what we've been talking about the third place
0: yeah third space it's was, it was interesting take on it um, so you know, we'll talk, yeah yeah so, so Steve uh, said like like we've talked about a lot on the show is that a bike shop can't just sell things like it's it's got to offer more right and uh, there's this 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 idea b- being bandied about like bikes being a third space and uh, Steve brings up the point that yes, that's important to have a bike shop yeah. as a community meeting place, but it's got to be more than just a place where people drink beer, get drunk, you know, use your Wi-Fi, drink and coffee. Drink, yeah, yeah drink and coffee. Sit.
1: if they're with if they're doing their coffee shop thing, they're not interacting with people. They're not. Right. That's not a community.
0: Yeah. So, it, so, in like having like a coffee shop or having a bar in of itself doesn't right. necessarily. I mean, it's got like the physical characteristics of the third space, but not like the community aspect. And it helps
1: facilitate. I mean, and it can help you facilitate those things um, easily because if people are stopped drinking coffee, they might spend a little bit more time looking at the bikes. Or it offers another inflection point to talk about when you go up to somebody. The first thing isn't like, "Hey, what bike are you into?" But it's like, "Well, what do you what what did you order?" Right. Um, And so then you can have maybe.
0: And also, just just having that but, space, you know, like if if a shop wants to do programming of some sort, yeah. you know, they don't have to, you know, like move a bunch of stuff out of the way because there is like well, a natural space. Well, oh, that's what's for interesting cabin.
1: about Alter is that I mean their shop space is like really yeah, small, yeah, tiny. <laughs> so I mean, when you're ba- like when you're in the shop, you're kind of like in the service area. Right. Like, there's no way around that. But Steve and Mason have kind of the, at least. Their retail personalities yeah. are nice and like are nice enough that right. they're not like they don't you don't feel like you're like sometimes I think in bike shops or I guess any place where you're um, like trying to do your job like they're working yeah. on bikes they're wrenching like they're trying to fix somebody's bike they said they it would be ready by five right <laughs> and like they got to get it done. Yeah. Um, and they don't need somebody just like wandering in. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, and, w- and when you wander into their space, you like literally wander into right. where they're trying to like wrench on that bike. But they do a really yeah. good job of like, what do you need? How can I help you? Right. Making you feel,
0: yeah, not making welcome. you feel like, you know, yes, you are interrupting their work. <laughs> but you know, they're they're still yeah. willing to talk to you, which is hard. Like I I feel like you know, I've been, you know, many bike shops where you feel like you're intruding and you're like, uh, I just wanted to get this thing. Right. Um, so it does, I feel like, take, uh, very kind of specific personalities to pull it off with. Right, yeah. But, and, but beyond, like, the just, you know, like, I think the point of, uh, his Instagram post was, um, you know, there is, like, the third space with the, the cafe and all that stuff. Right. But there's also, like, the aspect of community building that they're doing with their group rides.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is that,
0: You know, despite the fact that you
1: know, on their their happy hour, there's like beer available.
0: Right.
1: It's not like people there. It's not like they're going for the beer. Or I mean, like the beer is just kind of like a nice thing, and it's a local brewery. Yeah. Um. So people are like supporting, kind of. They're feeling like the local community's involved. Like. Right. But then it's just like they're not. I don't know. Kids. Kids are there. Right. Like people. Like parent. You know. It's (laughs) not like it's just like. Even though. I think they sell a lot of mountain bikes. It's in Bozeman, so there's a lot of awesome mountain biking and gravel riding. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't feel. I mean, there's families that show up. It doesn't feel like it's like yeah. you got to be there with yeah. your bros, uh, drinking beer. I don't. You know, like there's not. It doesn't have that vibe. Like yeah. when you go there, yeah. or, or they there. I love it. Also, they they call it. I think this is because Steve is from Minnesota. It's called the Supper Club Shred.
0: Nice.
1: Um, and so, because that's just that's a very upper Midwest thing to me. Right. The supper club, so. We should have a supple, supple club or something. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and then they, like, it's just like a nice, there's like some, they grill out at the trailhead after, that's you know, cool. after a ride. And it's just fun to like, that yeah. it, it's about the ride and it's about experiencing different trails and, and sharing the net, you know, the trail network that's around Bozeman and, and mm-hmm. helping people explore that. And, but it's also just about like at the end of a ride. Right. It's not like everybody just goes their own way and is like, "Cool, we." Right. Um,
0: uh, what's what are, what's a Mountain? But like, what like do you shred do? Tread the gnar. Yeah. Gnar. Yeah. It's like. Tread <laughs> um, the gnar. <laughs> After you do that,
1: you then go and like grill some food, right? And you enjoy hanging out and just talking to each other. And you're like, like, "Hey, how how's what's what's going on? It's like, how's your dog? It's like, oh." Yeah. Dog's <laughs> doing good, or like whatever's going on in your life. You like get to talk and like catch up. And it's, uh, I mean, it's nice to do that over the bike sometimes, right? But it's also nice to just be able to like hang out after riding and have like a beer and have some grillables. So, both those things it's like, yeah, it's like this really interesting mixture them providing like not just bike opportunities, but like right. the social opportunities. Right. I mean, it's a good thing to point out that like. Just because you have beer doesn't mean people will come to you,
0: right? <laughs> or, not, or that, that would necessarily create the kind of community that you want, right? You know, they just create people or, drinking beer sometimes or, yeah. <laughs> or coffee. Like yeah. I mean, yeah. but then
1: also I think you want that because I mean I can remember people going into Angry Catfish because it was kind of like the neighborhood coffee shop too. There wasn't right. within a few blocks like that was where you could go in and order any type of drink you wanted. So I mean. Right. There were people that would go in and just get coffee, but it's like that was also nice because then you are also just getting some like neighborhood right. vibes going on, and it was like everyone felt like it was like it just felt like a nice scene because there there people were being supportive, mm-hmm. um, but also maybe like and yeah, it just made people not like. Go into their like bike tribe right. mode and be like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this thing. It was like no, like.
0: So the, the whole idea of community building and bike yeah. shops, third space, nuance, nuance, nuance. Well, you know, <laughs> and one of the other things that it's also been
1: interesting to see, like, I mean, you can diversify coffee, beer, right, whatever. But it's also like the ways in which you help people access bike stuff, right. And that was another thing that we've like kind of been seeing. I think you did like a Topanga Creek right visit, and they. Aren't just about like bikes only. No, we're just going to sell you
0: a yeah, the carbon
1: cool, or a steel thing. The cool gonna...
0: thing about Topanga Creek is like they call themselves like an outpost, so they sure. kind of you know it's almost like this outfitter mentality rather than let's say traditional bike shop model is like you know here's your product you just bought, you know, buy, you know, it's
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> you uh, know, and fun.
0: it's yeah, we, we're seeing this more and more with bike shop. It's like they'll they'll sell you a bike or the bike gear but also help facilitate the experience afterwards. Right. So you pointed out 718. Yeah, 718
1: Cyclery is in Brooklyn. And I just noticed like they had started posting on, I think on Instagram, I saw that they were just having some like bag, kind of like you can demo a bike or rent a bike and you could demo a bag. Like So if you were like- You can go fully
0: outfitted. And then they also offer tours and stuff.
1: Right, they offer tours. And so it was just kind of like a nice way to think about if you're like wondering what this whole bike packing thing is, right? Um, and I can see that. I mean, with bike fishing, I could maybe see that people like, oh, I don't know how. Like, I don't know how to fish. Like, I don't know how to right. fly fish. Right. Um, I don't know what it's like to put my tent on my bike. Like, right. I put my tent in my car, yeah. or <laughs> I put my tent like in a in a backpack to go like on a you know on a hiking trip. But it's like bike packing. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if you're trying to do that on your bike and you've never done it before, like, that can be intimidating, and you yeah, might not want to buy. And expensive. Yeah.
0: I mean, you add up all the bags, that's like a small fortune, uh, plus, like, you know, all the, the sleeping bags, the small sleeping bags, the yeah. in those small bags. Right. So uh, if, it's, a, it's a big, like, financial barrier to right. entry if you're just testing it out, right.
1: so. So it's cool to see, like, some places offering opportunities to, to rent or demo. And mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen All City with, um, like, I think with the grill on Soons, I've seen on some, some different bike shops that they're sending around like a fleet of demo bikes huh. so that people can like try out the Gorilla Monsoon. Right. And I think they have but I've noticed that they've been doing it with bike shops that are leading kind of overnights. Right. You know, so that's like a cool thing once again that like there's maybe this new wheel size, this new type of geometry that people aren't always a, like. What is the benefit when right. you hear that yeah. the road cyclists tell you that they've been riding on gravel for forever? Right. Why should I switch to a girl monsoon? And it's like, right. well, hey, try it out for yeah. like this bike overnight to see how all your stuff fits on it, and you might realize that it is worth switching, or you're like, hey, it's not. Yeah. You like got to try out something new. Yeah,
0: I I totally appreciate I lost, like the bike demo. And that's kind of like how I treat the bike reviews. It's like I, I understand like not everyone gets the chance to ride these bikes, right? And their only experience with the bike is, you know, the the one-page marketing press release from the brand, right? Saying, you know, how laterally stiffer, compliant it is, like, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And that doesn't really translate into necessarily how like the bike feels or right. like what other like qualitative things. Well,
1: well, there's a lot of generic, kind of gener- When I mean like a generic review, there can kind of be some, like, this is how it. It rides, but kind of yeah. Using some of those, like oh, it's and you're like, it's. What does that mean? Yeah. What, if, um, what is? What do some of these like vertical compliance mean? Right. And I think like when you can get a, a feel for um, like your personality or other people that I like, I feel like I trust gear reviews of. It's almost because I know the person's personality. Right. So I can kind of like. I might not agree with you, right. but at least I know where you're coming from, yeah. so that I can tell if that bike might be right for me. Like, you might hate it, but it's like, right? Well, actually, for me, that sounds great. Right. But like, at least I know
0: where you're coming from. I try to be consistent. Like, I feel like but... people that watch enough reviews know like what my preferences are, and they might not be everybody's preferences, right. but if they line up with you know someone's, then they're like, oh, I might like that too. Like, right. for example, um, you know, some bikes I like, Laura does not like at all. Right. <laughs> you know, like we have completely. How do you guys? Talk to each other. Still. <laughs> How do you guys text? <laughs> so I can rave about a bike, but I tend to like kind of strange bikes or a little bit not that like unpredictable, but something surprising. Yeah. And Laura really likes like a bikes that are or yeah, you know, they're quick, but but definitely like a, a slight lean towards stability. Yeah. Um, Especially on the rough stuff, right? So it's, but it's, it's horses for right. courses. Yeah,
1: and then, but if you know that about somebody, then when you you hear a review and you say like, right. oh, it didn't feel very stable, but it's like, well, that person wants a really stable bike, so maybe right. that bike would be okay for me because I'm. Yeah. Different than them, but I, I can still value yeah their opinion. Yeah.
0: Um, One bike we did agree on, like I had oh. Laura it was a breadwinner. <laughs> oh, that breadwinner! I had her hop on uh, it, and it was. I think it, it struck the right chord of like yeah. being lively and stable. I think time. it's like Jefferson's Ocean.
1: <laughs> where true. I think you could give Jefferson's <laughs> Ocean to a lot of different people who might have different feelings about bourbon, and they'd be right. they like, "That's, yeah, that's good." good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so n- another bike shop. Um, well, they're actually an outdoor shop that that rents out bikes and bike packing gear in, okay. in Portland, Oregon, mountain shop. Okay. Um, I think they were, to my knowledge, they were they were one of the first like shops that would like send you out fully outkitted. and everything. Sure. Thing. They, they didn't lead tours, but they did have gear you could check yeah. out.
1: I mean, it kind of gets to like a larger retail thing in general, right? Because what's somebody coming to your bike shop for compared to going online? Right. Um, if they can buy. So, you know, but it's like, well, it's being able to try it out. Mm-hmm. Or it's like the quality of the community when they go in. Like, right. if your experiences of coffee shops are always that like headphone on, right. people just working, you know, using it as like an office, Right, that can be a very sterile coffee shop environment compared to coffee shops that, um, I don't know, I guess coffee shop culture enough now that i'm like getting into this like <laughs> explanation <laughs> to know like what design wise you might do to be per- besides no wi-fi just not, besides no wi-fi, l- besides no Wi-Fi <laughs> i don't know what you would do to like help limit people from just
0: all communal seating just long benches shit. no individual tables yeah <laughs> that people would have to feel the, the like people getting up and down near them so like, you know speaking of which okay, Kind of on the tangent, but like Amtrak, what, what else is this except a tangent? Right, it's one extended tangent. <laughs> but Amtrak, if you guys ever get a chance to uh, ride Amtrak sleeper car or, or have a meal on the dining car, it's all like uh, community, communi- communal seating. Yeah, like you get a ticket, you go there, and they're gonna sit you uh with a complete stranger, like Just wherever there's a seat, wherever for, there's a seat for you, yeah, and that's uh. You know, sometimes it's strange, but like I actually like both Laura and I really appreciate it because you get to meet yeah you're people, like forced to, completely different yeah. walks of life, uh, have polite conversation. <laughs> uh, when I worked
1: at a bookstore, it was similar where, yeah. you know, people can go obviously with bookstore people could go on Amazon. So it's like, well, what about this bookstore makes people come in? Right. Um, and you have to, they chose to go with like ferrets and chinchillas. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, another story. That's it's you know, another that's another like ch- YouTube channel. I think it's also that happens that, like you're saying the nuance. I think that just happens when people think, Oh, like how do I improve my space? What Toby said you know, like in the way back internet machine of like three months ago. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's so long. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean Toby DePas, you know, was talking about on uh, PLP talk about how you know the couch is not I mean once again, a couch is only a catalyst if you are engaging people on the couch, and like, right, you know right. that there's something about your shop that makes people want to sit down. I mean, I think once again, I think actually by having like to switch over back over to Alter, the, the fact that you do walk into their service area, right, kind of it breaks down some of those like yeah. barriers, the walls that come up in bike shops. I mean,
0: I did enjoy like in like, Portland, like Cult, you know, the service area had a had like a low tabletop so you, if you wanted you could drink beer and, and watch them work on your bike yeah which I think as a mechanic I'd be like what's <laughs> <laughs> you got right. you know, temperamental <laughs> when, when it works, you know when it works when it works yeah yeah you know, beautifully right. you know, but not you know, it's hard because it's, not, well, cut, it's yeah. not it's not it's not kind dry I like I mean it kind of
1: I like it because it also puts like effort like you have to as the customer not just be like oh so uh, Oh yeah, you're tightening up. Is that is that at uh like is that the right tension there? Are you it right. feels like maybe over tighten that?
0: Yeah. It's like do you use a torque wrench? Yeah. Oh you're just doing that by feeling. Yeah? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting choice. Yeah. <laughs> we still have some summer left. I'm hoping to do more mountain biking. I might I don't know if you'd be game to do like a... Until the smoke comes. Yeah, that's we gotta true. get it
1: in soon. Until... We should do
0: a Rust and Topher mountain biking. It'll, be... <laughs> It'll yeah. be like the antithesis to like Seth's bike hacks or something.
1: <laughs> well, what, what, well what people have been asking, you know, if we would ever do this outdoors. Yeah, we should. And we that's should. when we'll do it outdoors. So both it? of us will need right. some <laughs> bourbon at the end of our mountain. Oh,
0: So, uh, I guess uh, we'll talk a little bit about what's coming up. Uh, Again, there's a Supple Life giveaway. We're giving away uh, a Silca Tactico pump, super awesome pump. Yep. Uh, It's too bad
1: you got all that money from them, though, to do (laughs) do this giveaway.
0: Uh, False. (laughs) Fake. That's not true. Not true. Not true at all. In fact, I'm paying postage to send it. (laughs) So I'm actually losing money personally. So that (laughs) somebody out there can
1: have an amazing new pump. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, you had two, yeah. since you.
0: Yeah, so they sent you a review, and I was like, you know, I don't need two. It would be fun to, to give it away. And like, it's a good tie-in pump Yeah. supple tires. Yep. And uh, I made a separate video about it, which two people gave a thumbs down. How can you thumbs down a video about getting a free rad pump? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they like.
1: Maybe they like the guesswork. Of, of their tire pressure.
0: Join, do the contest on Instagram. It's Details there. Yeah, and we have a special guest coming next week. Yep, uh,
1: Daniel Malloy, who is the uh, the person behind Tumbleweed Bikes. Um, he used to work at Riv. He also. did. Yeah, yeah. He used to work at Riv. Uh, he has made a couple. I mean, so one of the things like I think I first got like awareness of Tumbleweed was some of the Jay Ritchie films mm-hmm. that have come out. Um, so the latest one is El Silencio. And so Pedal Missoula kind of reached out to Daniel, and and he wanted to come out here and see what Missoula's about, what the bike fishing out here is like, and yeah. we're also going to show the movie, and then he's going to drink some bourbon with us. He's yeah, so next week. Uh, he's a be... fan. He likes yeah. he likes bourbon. Yeah, yeah. Next he knows week. he
0: knows about the supplement. <laughs> so next week we'll have Daniel on the on the channel probably multiple times on a yep. bikes X bourbon because he knows how to fish. Yeah, yeah. Take, yeah. take him up up there, do a little fishing. And... Yep. Some other uh, shenanigans. I guess that's. Oh, do you need more too? A, always, just, just always of
1: the of the oceans here. The oceans is what I'm calling it now.
0: I'm just trying to get the that oceans. that that sea air. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm, I right. Yes, we encourage all of you to go <laughs> for the third pour. That's when the sea air really comes out.
0: Yeah, the brininess, <laughs> the army. <meaty>, um. yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, took, took us till the end of the episode to get a pirate reference
0: That's pretty good I thought we, <laughs> I thought we'd come out swinging with a <laughs> with a pirate ship All right well all right hope you guys enjoyed this episode and until next time keep this upside down. Cheers. <laughs>